we are. Here we are. We're both exhausted, but here we are. Yes. What have you been watching? Um, I've had no time to watch anything uh, this week, but it was like last Saturday. I watched a couple movies. I watched Vengeance. It's on Peacock. Um, it's the new one that's written by B.J. Novak from The Office. Ryan from The Office. So he stars in it. It's written by him. It's directed by him. It's him and Ashton Kutcher and some other people. It was okay. I got a little bored. It's this guy who's a podcaster, serial dater kind of guy. And he gets a call in the middle of the night from this guy who says, I hate to tell you, but your girlfriend's dead. And he's like, girlfriend, I don't have a girlfriend. Well, it was a girl he was randomly hooking up with. And she had told her family that they were dating. She had overdosed. They had found her in the desert. So her brother wants her to come to the funeral and help solve her murder as like a podcast deal. And he's like, I hate to tell him that, you know, we're not even, we weren't even a thing. We were just like barely banging. So it's this big mystery kind of thing. And I don't know. It was, it was okay. Um, one that was really good. I watched with one of my kids. I don't remember which one. It's a remake. I think it was a German movie, but they just redid it for Prime. It's Say Goodnight, Mommy. And it's got um, Naomi Watts in it. It's these twin Is boys. Is it the one where the twins and she had plastic surgery? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have, have you watched yeah. it? Or did you watch the, the German? original? You watched the original? The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had watched the original. I was kind of curious to see how this would go. And it was really interesting to watch it after knowing what the twist is. And I thought it was really well done. Um, my kid watched it, had no clue it was coming. It was like, what the hell? So <laughs> there you go. And then I watched The Lost City. Is it just The Lost City? The one with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. I think that sounds familiar. I think, so where she's a yeah, romance writer right. and he's the model from her book. And she gets kidnapped by Harry Potter, the guy from Harry Potter. And he has to go. He thinks he has to go rescue her. But he's not really a rescuer. He's just a model. So it's silly, it's funny, it's very an updated Romancing the Stone, which used to be my favorite movie back in the 80s. Oh, I loved that movie. Yeah, so it was pretty good. I'd probably watch it again, like if it was on TV or something, I'd probably watch it again. It was alright. So that's about it. Okay, well, I haven't watched too much either. I've watched, oh, let's see, one more episode of Umbrella Academy. Still can't seem to get to the end of that. I like it now, I'm into it. I just... Can't find the time. And we've started The Mandalorian again. Mm. And Why don't you just watch Andor? I know. I know. Well, we want to watch the Boba, the book oh, of yeah. Boba, whatever yeah. the hell that's called. But it's been so long since we watched Mandalorian that we've decided to go back through Mandalorian and then watch that and then watch Andor. We mm. have a plan, okay? And then Tweed and I have been watching on Netflix. It's World's Toughest Prisons. The new season, a new season, just dropped on Netflix. And we really like that show. Have you watched any of the new Floors Lava? Because we have not no, yet. No, I have not. No. I'm sure it might be something I'll distract my kid with this weekend. The only things that like I've watched religiously is, and I don't even count them, I guess, is the new Game of Thrones, the new Handmaids, and the new episode of Atlanta. And then um, Reservoir Dogs was done. The season ended last week. And that was really good. But, I mean, those are the only ones that I, like, make time to watch. I mean, well, I haven't watched the newest Handmaid's Tale, and I think that came out, like, Tuesday. But, yeah. I watched, I mean, Game of Thrones, I try to watch the night of, if not the next day. That one's I'm pretty dedicated to. I'm not caught up on The Patient. Oh, I did. I watched, I did watch that. And I'm... Still not done with Monster 
the Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched that at all. Still not done with that, but anyway. There's so much on my list for this weekend, and because I have one day, and it all goes to hell on Sunday, and then it's just hell week for two weeks, and then I'm free. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, so, yeah, that's where we're at, people, so keep that in mind. With the upcoming episodes of Hello, welcome to That's so Original Podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm here with my friend Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Hey. What's so, the Anyway, we're here with Echoes, episode four. This one is called Body. body. Mr. Body. When I feel my body, body. <laughs> Sorry. Macho man. Macho. Macho man. This is a late night recording, so we, well, not late night. Hell, this is late for me. This shit. is late I'm, for me, dude. I'm if, halfway in the bed at this point, normally. This is, I mean, I've got, I'm not going to lie. I, I got home like 20 minutes ago and I put pajama pants on and here we are. <laughs> All right. Well, it is your turn to start us off. So take it away. So we pick up immediately from where we left off last episode, which was when. Gina disappeared with Maddie into the night and Lenny was standing in the driveway just screaming. So we're back to Lenny screaming. Well, here comes Maddie. She's like, hey, no biggie. Auntie Gina just wanted me to walk her to the cab and say bye. And so, okay, crisis adverted. Maddie's here. So here comes Charlie because this is, remember, we're at this big poor stool at their birthday party. Here comes Charlie walking out. He's like, so what, like Gina left? And I was like, oh, poor Charlie. I know. And Lenny says, oh, yeah. She said she had enough of the party. <laughs> Charlie's like, well, if she's at the riverside, I'm going to go and take care of her. And good night. And then he leans over and gives Lenny a kiss to the cheek. And I think Charlie is in love with Lenny, who is actually his Gina. Either he knows what's going on, but he's in love with this version of these women. Mm-hmm. He likes this one. Because the other one's a hot mess. But we're just going to agree the other one's hot mess. <laughs> True. So back inside, Maddie is back to playing inappropriate scenarios with her dollhouse that has working lights, which is pretty freaking cool, I guess. It's pretty fancy. So Lenny puts her to bed and she says, here comes these stupid voiceovers of, Jaina, are you really gone for good? Do you think Charlie will just let you go? Cut to Charlie following Gina on a GPS on his phone. I was like, Charlie <laughs> is no dummy. Then there's a quick cut to Jack in his truck, and he pulls up and, like, parks, and a car on the other side of the street blinks its lights at him, and I was like, is this Gina? Who's in this car? And then we get the Lenny voiceover, and do you think Jack's gonna clean up your mess? There's more trouble to come. Okay. Title screen. Title screen. Yeah, I don't know. The very next morning, Maddie, who is... Her one job is to stare out the window and point out things that are coming. And she's staring out the window and she's like, smoke and fire. So wonder what it's from. Lenny is mildly concerned. So here comes Claudia. Just come rolling in. And she's going to take Maddie to the butterfly farm. And Lenny takes a moment to say, thank you, Claudia, for all you do for me. And Claudia takes a moment to throw in another dig at Gina. And then she's out the door. She's like, oh, I do this for you because Gina's garbage. Bye. And I was like, jeez Louise. I was like, tell us how you really feel, Claudia. So they head out as Jack comes in for his, you know, not to eat breakfast that she probably made again. 
And he says, he's going to go check on the smoke. And Lenny asks if she can come. He says, why? And she says, well, I want this to work. And I'm trying. Jeez. So they get in the car and they start driving. And Lenny notices a big lump on Jack's head. And she asks Celia, what's that about? And he says, it's nothing. He just bumped it. That's all. Walked into a door. I don't know what you're freaking out about. Maybe he hit it on a china cabinet. Saying <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> So they're just driving along and they pull up on a crime seat complete with a corner van and they just trample right through it like, what's going on? Hey, guys. Hello, secure the scene, you assholes. So, and it's, oh my God, it's Dylan's truck and there's a burned up body inside. Like, there's nobody, like, giving this body any sense of, like, decency. Well, here's Floss and she says... I think it's Dylan. I'm like, really? Really? Which? <laughs> really? That's a that's a police work. And then she says she wants to talk to Jack and Lenny privately. She says, he wasn't murdered here. Someone moved him to this spot. Wonder why? And she says, I think it's to send a message. How does she know all this? Like, she's looked at an ashed out body. Well- this would never happen in real life. Like somebody just randomly walking up to the scene. She's not going to be, oh, we've, we've identified the body and it's totally Dylan James. And, and here's exactly what we think happened. And would you like to look around the crime scene? Actually, do you think you could come over and just like get into the truck and maybe touch a bunch of things and see if you, anything looks familiar to you or anything? This is so stupid. And how would she know that like she says that this happened to send a message. Jack goes to us. Why? I'm like, the fact that he's fucking your wife. I mean, that could be part of it. I don't know. <laughs> Floss says what police officers always say in true crime documentaries. They're like, this sort of thing just doesn't happen in, insert name of town here. You know, I was like, but it just did. Which is what I say every time that a police officer says that in a true crime documentary. Lenny tries to explain it away like maybe he got drunk and accidentally set himself on fire. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, that happens, I guess. A lot. But, Probably a yeah. lot in my echo. I'm thinking that some sort of accelerant was used here because his body was burnt to a crisp. He was some Pompeii nonsense. He yes! was straight Oh, my ash. God. Yes. Floss was like, well, actually, he had a huge knife wound across his abdomen, so no. He was killed before he was set on fire. And then Floss notices the bump on Jack's forehead. He said a horse did it, and Lenny's face is like, that is not the story that I just got an hour ago, but okay. And Floss is like, yeah, was there anybody there who could confirm this story? And he's like, I mean, you could ask the horse, I guess. And she's like, well, last night you were kind of pissed about your wife and Dylan. That sounds like a motive to me. I'm just saying. And I just want to point out that I wrote that sentence that it sounds like a motive before she even said it. Like as I'm taking my notes, I wrote sounds like a motive. I was like, this is how cliche this show is. Like I could write it. And she wants to know, well, where were you last night, Lenny? And she says she was looking for Gina after she tucked Maddie in bed. And Floss is like, where are your manners, Lenny? You left a party and didn't tell your guests goodbye? And Lenny, I always do that, Lenny. Lenny's like, well, I was worried about Gina, but I never found her. I guess she was just upset. And Floss says, well, we need to find her, like, right now. I mean, didn't she and Dylan have a thing? And Lenny says, yeah. And Floss is like, well, 
anyone connected to him could be in danger. So watch your back. Bye. And she just leaves. She's like, I got something to go eat and talk with my mouth full. Bye. <laughs> so Lenny puts her head in her hands and she's like, poor Dylan. And Jack's like, poor Dylan. Poor us. We're uh, murder suspects in case you haven't noticed. And he looks out the window and she's just out there swabbing Jack's truck or like <laughs> poking around the bumper. I mean, does she have a warrant? We don't know. She literally makes eye contact and waves while she's doing it. And Lenny is freaking out. And she's like, okay, we need to protect each other. You have got to tell me what's going on. And he's like, okay, okay. I got in a fight last night with the owners of the foal. Their names are Towers and Payne. No idea if that is significant, but I wrote it down anyway. Lenny freaks out again. And she's like, so it was stolen. And Jack's like, calm down. You already knew about this. I mean, and we know that Gina, as Lenny, knew about this. This Lenny did not actually know about. He says he met them in a parking lot to try to settle things. But they threatened you and Maddie. And so he had to kick their ass. He was like, it was just a little. It was just a little ass kicking. It's like not that big of a deal. But slight problem. (laughs) They want the full value of the full. And that's like 75 grand. So um, like how much is in your bank account? She's like, oh, my God, we have got to tell Floss. And he's like, tell her what? That we took in a stolen horse that you and your boyfriend decided to fence it to fund your new life. I told you the truth. Now your turn. She says she didn't steal the horse. She was trying to stop it from happening. He calls bullshit because he knows she's lying. And he asks her again to tell him the plan that she had with Dylan. She says, I can't because I never had one, which is the truth. Although he knows that Gina as Lenny had a plan. And so he knows this is a lie if this were in fact. You see the nuances here that are very difficult to follow. Anyway, he says he's done with her lies and he leaves lenny with another voice you know, why does she keep calling this bitch she don't want to talk to you i know does she return your calls not no. not often sheesh nope. she leaves you on read sweetie it's time to move on <laughs> you're being ghosted gina if you're checking this diary dylan's dead and floss says we need to be careful and hide our bodies better Charlie says you never came home tonight, so I'm going to the only other place you might be. Here we are, back at Dylan's grandma's house. Knock, knock, knock. I'm here for another awkward conversation. Grandma answers the door, and she's upset because the police won't even let her look at the ash that was Dylan's body. God damn it. I was like, why do you want to see his burnt out body, lady? God. She's really into it. Uh Gina's like, oh, I have Gina. Oh, that's grandma. G is for grandma. She says, (laughs) he was doing so well starting over after his parents were killed. I tried to do my best to keep him out of trouble, but my best just wasn't good enough. Grandmothers were not meant to plan funerals. And I was like, wah, wah. (laughs) (laughs) This was when Lenny comes in with, I hate to ask, but when was the last time you saw Dylan? I was like, do you work for the FBI? Why do you care? (laughs) Grandma says, well, he hasn't been around lately. He's been busy with his horses. That's his new passion. She's like, horses? What? Like, we didn't know you, dum-dum. Like, I don't I don't, I don't even know. I feel like everyone in this town is into horses. I feel right? like everybody in this town I mean... knows what's going on except her. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm catching on, and I don't need, I didn't need to be gone for a year to figure I it out. I don't even go here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, Lenny goes to leave Grandma's, because once again, she's like, I'm going to ask an awkward question, and I'm going to dip out. See ya, bye. 
So she goes to leave, and her dad's calling, saying, come home, quick, something happened. So she goes driving like a bat out of hell to get home, and Jack's being arrested. Apparently, they waited till she drove in the driveway so they could walk him out right at that moment. I said they waited till she got home so they could get this shot of them leading Jack out in handcuffs. Hang on, hang on. We need the perp walk. <gasps> Here we go. All right, she's off. All right. <laughs> this is when Floss comes up with, she has all this forensic knowledge in like 20 minutes. Dylan was murdered at his grandma's cottage, and the tire tracks there match Jack's work truck. Dun, 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 we're done. We also found some vials of ketamine, and those came from Jack's office. And Lenny's like, what? Jack didn't do this? Well, there's no way. Dylan is, is involved with horses, so maybe maybe it was him and his ketamine. <laughs> Jack pretty much tells her to shut her face, and I laughed really hard. And when Floss tells her, I appreciate your sudden interest in police work, but I'm suggesting you leave it to the professionals. You know, like me and Columbo over here. We got it handled. Floss is like, great detective work, but I'm going to stick to real evidence, of which I have none, (laughs) but I digress. (laughs) Because this evidence is a little bit weak. So then Officer Paula gives Lenny the saddest looks as they drive off with her husband. Lenny says, we need a lawyer. And Dad says, I don't know what to believe anymore. Because the thing is, I saw you with that ketamine. And you have all the access to the trucks. She says, well, do you think I'm capable of killing someone? Say it. You of all people. He says, I'm just confused It's all. You know, I got this heart condition that comes and goes. It's crazy. Well, then he gets a phone call. And it's the hospital. Oh, we're so happy to talk to you because I found a Jane Doe and she wasn't talking, but they remember seeing her on TV. But yay, we found Lenny for you. Yay. Wait, what? So so apparently Gina's at the hospital, but these people haven't caught the update that she's been found. You know, you, you're following what's happening here, right? Do I have to go through this? Yeah, all? right. <sighs> so complicated it is like we found her like two days ago i am pretty sure with as little as there is going on in this neck of the woods that that information would have also been on the news if they saw that she was missing to begin with well uh, it's, it, maybe it's one on one of those tvs at a hospital where they don't have the sound on and so they just see random flashes of her face pictures. that says missing woman and not found woman they keep turning their back every time it says found yeah. woman so i don't know <laughs> this is not like the hospital in pieces of her where there's a tv in every single room and everyone's watching it even, even in the triage room where it was yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take your tap now. Hold on. CNN's on. Hold on. Wait a minute. What are they saying? Doing that up. <laughs> all right. But okay. Whatever. They go and get Charlie. And they're all, you know, Scooby squatting it to this hospital. And Charlie says he heard about Dylan James. And Lenny wants to know how he knows about that name. And then he says he knows they were lovers in high school. Who says that? No one says that. Who wrote this ridiculous shit? I I can't. He's my lover. I knew they were lovers in high school. Just say that. Yeah, they were going out in high school. Yeah, didn't they date in high didn't school? Didn't they fuck? I think they I were, heard like, they were I heard they were fucking. Like, I mean. I heard they were banging. Yeah. They were, you know, they were hooking. I could think of a dozen different realistic ways that someone would have said that. That should have died in the writing Didn't she room. lose her V card to him? Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the guy. That's what I heard. 
Lenny cannot believe that he knows about Dylan. And he's like, I mean, we actually talk and share things. I don't know what to tell you. Dad finally pipes up from the back seat, And he's like, do you think whoever did that to Dylan did something to Gina? And nobody answers. That's just an open-ended question like many of them in this show. So they get to the hospital. They all walk in. There's nobody at the front desk, and Lenny just lets herself into the back hallway right. where the doctors and nurses are. Apparently, you don't have to key card in anywhere in this hospital. You can just walk around wherever you feel like it. So this random doctor and nurse are just standing there, and they're like, well, there was nobody at the front desk, so here we are. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. We had an incident. Your sister is gone. I mean, I guess they recognize that she looks like the lady that they just had. Otherwise, how the hell do they know who these people are? And how do they know? that she had an identical twin and they'd be like oh god damn she's back right <laughs> there she is <laughs> all three of the scooby squad are like you're fucking kidding me we drove all this way and they just decided to have a powwow in gina's hospital room where she had evidently pulled the iv out of her arm as one does on tv <laughs> well i was gonna say my mom pulled her iv out of her arm all the time They had to wrap her from wrist to shoulder and keep someone in the room with her because she did it so often. Like, it's not that hard. She was 83, okay? Anyway, the doctor, like, points out blood on the bed, and he's like, that's her blood. Like, wow. Whoa. Where did you park the car, Dick Tracy? It was a dime-sized thing of blood. You should join up with Law. Jeez. (laughs) Dad wants to know if she was hurt when she came in. The doctor says, well, she was confused and bleeding, but, I mean, no. Right? (laughs) Yeah, she was hurt. She had been found by a truck driver on the side of the road. So Scooby Squad runs outside because they're going to track her down. This made me laugh. (laughs) This scene right here made me laugh so fucking hard. Charlie is now demanding to know why Gina would have run. And Lenny's like, I don't know. And he's like, it must have been something big to have pulled out that fucking IV. And that's when I said it's not that hard and talked about my mom. And now he wants to know about Lake Tahoe. And Lenny's like, you mean our birthday trip? Our totally innocent birthday trip? And he's like, yeah, well, Gina had marked up some maps. And I don't know, that just seems like pertinent information that I should say right now. Keep saying aloud to you. (laughs) Anyway, I need you to be honest. Lenny says, I am being honest. I was like, she wouldn't know honesty if it punched her in the face. Charlie is insistent. This is my wife. This is our family. And Lenny says, oh, yeah, family. Oh, shit. I forgot about Jack. I got to go. Bye. Good luck finding Gina. I just love that. Okay. Lenny runs outside. She's walked literally two steps from the door. And Charlie comes out and says, did you find anything? And I was like, in this two feet of square space that I've walked? No, Charlie, I haven't. Or, oh, shit, there she is. She's right behind me. Hey, there's a sign that says Gina went that way. That way. Did you find anything? I've taken one step, fucker. You're right behind me. Can you look? Can you let me move my head from side to side for two seconds? Oh shit! She was in my my periphery this whole time. That's so dumb. So Lenny remembered Jack, and so she went back to the police station, and they just have him sitting in like the main office area, like not a room, not a holding cell. I was like, so they obviously think he's a super dangerous criminal right also maybe mount echo doesn't have like a holding cell i would think they would have just at least one place you could put someone who you just uh, accused of murder but whatever 
Lenny says she's talked to a lawyer, probably a fancy lawyer from D.C., and they've got everything under control. And Jack's like, I mean, it looks bad, you gotta admit, right? And Lenny goes straight up tremors, and she's like, I got myself a plan. But in order for it to work, I need to know everything about this foal situation and about those two guys. Help me help you, Jack. And he wants to know why she took that horse and why him. And she says... I know you're not going to believe me, but I didn't do either of those things. I'm like, just tell him. Tell everyone about the switcheroo thing. What is the point of keeping this secret at this point? This is so stupid. And she gave you the diary. She gave you proof so you can be like, listen, I'm not fucking with you. This right. is it, right? It's, it's right there on line in black and white. It, uh, this would be so simple to take care of right now anyway she says this marriage has been hard you're a nightmare just kidding it's not you or maddie i just wanted to be free and now i know there's no such thing and i'm so sorry and he grabs her hand he's like i fucked up too i made a mistake we were going broke and i knew that horse was stolen and the sky towers he was a well-respected man in town i thought everything would work out i was just trying to take care of us and her home she's like i'm gonna fix this what do we do? And he's like, well, we need to tell Floss the truth. I accepted a horse that might have been stolen, but I did not kill Dylan. Do you know who could have done it? And she like subtly tries to implicate Gina, but then Floss walks up and says, the interview room is open. I was like, they just been booked up with so many interviews that this literal murder suspect had to wait. And sit with his wife and get his story straight. For Oh yeah, because they let you do yeah. that. For sure. I mean, sometimes they actually do Ramsey family, although I don't think it was someone in the family. Anyway, moving along. So Jack goes into the room with Floss and then Lenny's phone buzzes. Well, I had that here. Take it away. I've got here comes Floss and she looks pissed. She's out of snacks and she's out of patience with these people. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Floss takes Jack back to be interviewed and Lenny gets a call. And weirdly, it's from Dylan. At least that's what says on the caller ID. No, it's from Gina. Of course it's from Gina. She's like, Lenny, Towers and Payne are after me. They got Dylan and now I'm next. I'm not safe, Lenny. Will you come get me? I was like, don't trust us. Are you really this fucking right. stupid? Why are you calling for this? Why? And she's like, Lenny says, why should I help you now? Suddenly the church bells start ringing and Lenny asks if she will tell her everything and Gina says, sure. No problem. Just come come help me out. Come to Grandma's. It's the only safe place because these people that are tracking me and who have killed my boyfriend will never look at his grandma's house where we've been staying. <laughs> so dumb. So Lenny pulls up like a bat out of hell to Grandma's and weirdly the door is wide open. So she walks through this crime scene because she's really good at that and is calling for Gina and then knowing full well, I was like, knowing full well is a trap. She's just walking in this house. Mm-hmm. She goes around through this house. And then she sees Grandma, who's just sitting in the garage. And she says, I don't know why Grandma's out in the garage? It almost looks like she's got a pottery studio out there. It's very confusing. <laughs> I was like, what is this? She's like, Grandma's some weird hippie. She's throwing pots. I don't know. And she says, two men came for Gina. And she fought them off because she's Grandma badass. And then they hit her in the head. And Grandma doesn't want Lenny to call the police and says, I'm fine. Don't call the police. Just go. Well, then Lenny's phone rings again conveniently. It's Gina. Like, Gina's almost like she's watching her. She knows exactly where she's at because she's like, Lenny, it's definitely the horse thieves that are after me. I was like, who else would it have been? 
by the way, is Grandma okay? I think they're following me. They want to get paid, and I have to make me good on that colt. And then he says, oh, well, hmm. <gasps> I still have that 60 grand in that check. Totally forgot about that. I can help you. And she says, oh, wow, I totally forgot about that, too. Oh, silly us. We're so stupid. Can we get that check to them? You think that would work and then they won't kill me? Lenny's like, I can do it. I'll pay them. Let me know how to find them. I'll get this all worked out. Silly, silly, silly people. This show's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so Lenny drives up to Towers Farms because they got a big sign out front so we know where to find the bad guys. And she drives in. She hears two guys say, she's here. So she walks right into this freaking ambush. And of course, what do they do when she walks in? They shut her in and ask, you brought the money? She's like, I know you met my husband in the parking lot last night, but please don't beat my ass. And they're like, what are you talking about? We saw your husband for five minutes at your stupid boring party where there were no chips <laughs> and the cop ate all the cheese noodles. <laughs> <laughs> so the towers guy takes the check and says, you're short. And she says, well, I can get it. And he says, from where? Your farm's on his way out. She says, I can get it from my other husband. No worries. He says, well, we can let you leave and you'll never come back. We'll never see the rest of the money. Lenny tells them, if you don't let me leave here, someone's going to trace this check. So Tower says, your husband paid this much for a horse. What will he pay for a filly like you? And I was like, who wrote this? Ew. Some weird ass <laughs> freaking guy in his God. basement. That writing room. I have questions. I, it's, I don't know. Lenny says, you think my husband got you that money? I earned that myself, and I can't get any of any more money tied to a fucking pole. You leave my sister out of this. My husband's on the police station having some trouble remembering where that fool came from. But if I don't call him in five minutes, he's going to get a flash of memory and fire your asses. You can be satisfied with 60 grand and stay out of jail or fuck right off. And I was like, okay. She's suddenly like, yeah. like she's got all this bargaining power. And I was like, your husband's in an interrogation room. He does not have his phone. And he cannot check on you in five minutes. That's, they know that. You know that. Everybody knows that. And so he tells the guy, says, okay, say hi to your sister for me. <laughs> so stupid. This show's so, so dumb. Stupid. Okay. So later, Lenny is driving around trying to get a hold of Gina. And she's listening to the radio. And she flashes back to them being kids. And Gina is saying... You've got to fix this, Lenny. You're the one who fixes everything. Suddenly, there are flashing blue lights behind Lenny because she's getting pulled over. She thinks it's because she was going 90 miles an hour. But we're going to find out that is not the reason. It's the deputy, Paula, and Floss. And she's like, oh, hey, yeah, I just was, you know, velocitized and wasn't thinking about how fast I was going. And Floss is like, no, orders her out of the car. She's like, that is not what we're here for. Paula escorts her to the police cruiser and Floss is like in her car checking it out. I was like, Jack must have turned on her ass. Yep. Lenny tries to get some information out of Paula, but she's like, don't get me in the middle of this shit. And Floss signals to Paula, so she goes back over to Lenny's car and Lenny sees Paula putting on some gloves. I can't believe it. Good job. Good police work. Put on some gloves. And she's collecting something from the car. I don't know what this means, but I said Lenny is having an existential crisis in the back of the cop car when Floss tells her to step out. I don't know what that was about. Because she starts... You can watch it and try to figure she it out. She starts crying and she's like, it's real. I didn't do it. And then she's flashing back to times that when she's a little kid when she's saying, I didn't do it. Okay. I didn't do it. <laughs> 
Thank you for filling in. That was the only thing I got. And then she's cuffed and stuffed and uh, being arrested for the murder of Dylan James. And they take her back to the police station. She passes right by Jack. And he's walking out. He barely even looks at her. He puts his nose right in the air like, do-do-do. Walks right past her. (laughs) And after they book her, like they fingerprint her and take her pictures, she looks over and she notices Gina in another room. And Floss lays out the evidence they have, which is like, Basically the same that they had against Jack, but now also they have these pictures of her quote-unquote influencing witnesses, i.e. giving the horse guys the money. And, oh yeah, we also found the murder weapon in your car. Time to start talking, Lenny. All this is going on while Gina is just casually looking at her from that hallway, and then it just ends. Gina's just looking at her like and smile. And I... She's like, you dumb bitch. You didn't know I was playing you the whole time. Well, I don't understand this. Like, they're so close. They're so close. Then she's like, ah, I'm going to ruin your life. Like, wait, yeah, what is. makes no sense. What is going on? We were, I planned a birthday trip with you, bitch. I don't understand. Right? We were going to fucking Lake Tahoe. I mean, I know it's not as nice as Paris, but did you have to ruin my life because of it? Do you, you have to wonder, God. like. Are they both accomplished in their own right? Like, one's a writer and one's doing the... I don't, is a vet? Isn't a vet? I'm not sure who's a vet. We don't know. And, but, yeah. and like, he's doing this horse thing and or has a kid. But do you think it's only just one of them carrying the other one? It's, like, one who's super accomplished and... Was doing both. And the other, yeah. Yeah, and the other one's just, like, along for the ride. Like, oh, you got a nice husband here. Oh, you got a nice one over there, too. I'm gonna try that one out for size. Like, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't want to watch four more episodes to find out, but we have to. Maybe it'd be less irritating if we watch it. You know, if we binge this, like, in, like, on a weekend, be like, oh, "Oh, this show was good. This show was great. (laughs) Because I have a friend who watched it, and she was like, oh, I thought it was okay. And I'm like, well, you just didn't have enough time to analyze it like I have and think about it. For months. Yeah, I don't know. The, yeah, the, it's not the writing great. on this is not good. The, uh, no. They're just, really their language bad. is bad. So, like, mm-hmm. okay, Grandma is part of this plot, right? Like, she set her up, too, don't you think? She had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got hit yeah, in the she... head, but I fought him. <laughs> I was a superhero. Yeah, I just had people come into my house who were gonna kidnap Gina and like they roughed me up but we're just not gonna call the cops that's definitely a not a call the cops scenario right and and somebody comes okay one they killed your grandson and set him on fire and then they stole his girlfriend but they all they did was bonk you on the head for real and didn't even knock you out they just like I was just gonna say and you're an old lady and I mean if I like blew on my mother too hard she'd fall over and they just whack this lady in the head and she's like i'm fine they broke my I'm favorite piece of pottery on my head <laughs> oh she's gonna say i got a pot to put in the kiln get the hell out of here so stupid oh god this show all right well that is all for episode four of echoes this is truly a perfect show for us though it yeah. really is okay here's the thing another question i had because first, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, Bad Gina and Jack are working together to pin this on her. Like, this is a whole thing. Or 
is that Jack is just so fed up with her lies, he doesn't know what to believe anymore, and he's like, obviously, Floss has all this evidence that she killed Dylan, so I'm just not going to speak to her anymore, because obviously she's been lying to me all along. Or maybe he thinks that she was setting him up to take the fall, and... Oh, that too. She actually killed him yeah i i don't think he knows about the switching i think he just thinks that she is a liar that she's done nothing but lie to him for a year and he's just he's done with it he's like i covered for it for so long but now you're trying to pin a murder on me that's where i'm gonna draw the line anyway if you would like to tell us let me think tell us how far you would look when you're looking for somebody, would you go go more than two <laughs> steps before you give up? Who would be in your Scooby gang of people tracking down your lost twin sister? Yeah, I don't know. Why don't you just tell us... Hi. Why don't you just <laughs> tell us hello and that you're listening and give me your favorite southern expression my mama would always say it's colder than the north side of a witch's tit that was one of her favorite ones i guess it's really cold there uh i i could try out some of my steel magnolias ones we've got um oh yeah um i'm busier than a one-armed paper hanger that's a favorite Mm -hmm. and i love you more than my luggage another one. Oh, I love that one. Or when she's upset about something, she, still, she says, that man, Aswani. Oh my God. My mom said that all the time. No. Well, we had to look it up because yeah. it's like, I swear. Yep. That man, I swear. So. Aswani. Yep. Tell us if you uh, have any favorite expressions that are, you know, maybe they're not Southern, but relevant to your region of the world. That would be great. And you could do that in so many different places like where, Tiffany? You could go to Facebook or Instagram because we have some awesome memes that we work really hard on, or Kelly does. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's me. It's all me. Um, that's That's So Original Podcast. That either one of those. Um, You could go to Twitter at That's So Pod. That one's different. We understand. You'll figure it out. We have faith in you. Um, you can go to our website at that's original podcast.com. You can send us an email at that's original podcast at gmail.com. Tell us all your southern expressions, even your favorite southern food. I don't care. Tell us something, something, just anything. Tell us you got a southern grandma, you southern on your on your dad's side, and second cousin. Who cares? We want to know. You can like us and review us on iTunes, follow us, pledge your devotion on Spotify and Stitcher. I think that's everything. I think you got it covered. All right, everybody. Well, we will talk to you at some point about the next episode. Cut us some slack. We're very busy. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. My back hurts.